0: It's V-Week on ESPN, as we continue Jim Balvano's fight
1: against cancer.
2: Good morning. It is time to get up with a Thursday night must win. We'll tell you why the D in Big D needs to stand for Dominate. Plus, the Bills' blame game is being directed at the quarterback. Is the criticism of Josh Allen fair or unfair? Our quarterback is fired up to tell you about this. And how is this possible? And is the better question, why is this happening? Aaron Rodgers is back on a football field. We'll talk about that and a lot more as we get up with you right now. Welcome to Get Up on this Thursday morning. I'm Dan Graziano in for greeting at the Seaport. And look at this crew we have today. We have Dan Orlovsky. We have Kimberly Martin. We have Harry Douglas. We have Damian Woody. We have all kinds of football to talk about. And it starts with a huge NFC matchup tonight. The 8-3 and three, Dallas Cowboys hosting Seattle to begin a very tough stretch of their schedule. After tonight... Dallas's next four games are going to be against the Eagles, the Bills, the Dolphins, and the Lions. So this stretch will have a lot to say about how Dallas sets itself up for a potential playoff run. The Seahawks, meanwhile, have lost three of their last four games, and their road doesn't get any easier. After tonight, they got the 49ers and the Eagles coming up next. And if they lose tonight, they drop the 6-6, six and six, just a half game from falling out of the playoffs. All eyes, of course, will be on Dak Prescott, who since week eight has led the NFL in total QBR and touchdown passes. His play over the past month has led some of our own folks to rethink their perceptions about Dak. Listen to RG3. Oh, I thought we were gonna talk about RG3. (laughs) I promise you, we'll hear from RG3 on Dak in a little bit.
3: For me, it's Mike McCarthy saying to everyone that called his offense archaic and said that the game had passed him by and said that he was a terrible coach. He came back and he made the changes that he needed to make to get his guy rolling. And Dak Prescott is playing at it, not just at an MVP level. In in my opinion, he's above Jalen Hurts right now Mm. because of the way that he's played.
2: So I don't know what's going to happen next, but I would like to know what you think of what RG3. Robert said.
4: <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Dak Prescott is playing awesome football. It's the best football we've seen him play in years. If he plays the next month like he has the previous month, he's going to win MVP in the NFL. Yeah. He's not there yet, though. He, he's not above Jalen Hurts, and he's in, in the NFC, he's not above Brock Purdy. This game tonight is massive. This th- this is the first team that they're playing this year that's good, that they have a realistic chance to finally beat, they know this. It's not like we're the only people in the media that know that Dallas and this team has not beaten anybody. You know the last time, That on. You know the last time this Cowboys team beat somebody with a winning record, over a year ago. Over a year ago. Right, because
2: their playoff win was against uh, the Bucs. Losing, losing record in yeah, Gardner yeah.
4: Minshew last yep. year when they beat Philadelphia was playing. So the last time Dallas beat somebody with a winning record and their starting quarterback was playing was over a year ago. So for Dak Prescott, like we, we, the context of the conversation has to, to matter. He's playing awesome. Mm-hmm. Two of the last three opponents they've played against, their head coach got fired Their defense coordinator got fired. Okay, so they're playing dumpster fires. Playing real awesome. He's they're, getting dudes fired. Yeah, he's, getting, he's playing so well, he's getting dudes fired. He's playing awesome football. If he plays the next month like he has the last month, he will win MVP of the NFL. No, I will say this. From a statistical standpoint,
0: I think he's better than Jalen Hurst, especially the last six weeks. Um, when you look at this a guy season, like Jalen This
5: season, this season.
0: Okay. I'm well, asking,
5: I'm asking, this season,
0: what do you mean this season?
5: Statistically, you're saying the numbers prove that Dak is better than Jalen. Statistically, this season. Yeah. the stats this season. would say he's better. But, but, but
0: here's the catcher, though. When it comes to when it matters the most at that position, especially versus quality opponents, Jalen Hurts has been phenomenal in my opinion. You look at Florida, their last five wins, Dolphins, Cowboys, Chiefs, Bills. Sure. Those are opponents that we hold in high regards. Granted, the Bills have, you know, a six and six record. Right. But it's the fact that Jalen Hurts, when they're down with a minute or something left, and they need a field goal to go sit in overtime,
4: he's able to make those plays. The only thing though, Harry, Dak hasn't been given that opportunity outside of one moment this year, right? Maybe two, right? The the San Francisco and the Philly games. Yep. Right. We can't necessarily I know people the day after crushed Dak for how that game ended, and obviously there were some plays that you sit there and go, can't take that sack, all that stuff. You're talking about the Philly game. Right, the right, end of right. the Philly game. But he hasn't had as many opportunities as Jalen Hurts this year in his defense, you know what I'm saying? I got you. So,
5: to answer this question, who are you taking head-to-head? If you have to pick one quarterback, win that's it. That's, that's the answer. All right, that, but, that's the answer to the question.
4: But that
2: is, that is a next-week question, right, because they play each other next week, and it's potentially a January question if they meet well, again. Well, the question
5: of is Dak – playing better than Jalen. I think it answers that question.
2: What can tonight tell you? How important is tonight for Dak and the Cowboys in in advance of next week's game against the Eagles? Huge. Huge. It is huge.
5: (laughs) Yeah. No, It's because when we talk about who are the Cowboys, they have a tremendous roster. They finally look like the team that we were expecting to see Early on in the season, C.D. Lamb is involved. Brandon Cooks is involved. The defense is phenomenal, and Dak looks comfortable. Dak is playing like the playmaker that we've known him to be. But again, this next month will let us know exactly who the Cowboys are and where they stand compared to the Eagles and the 49ers.
3: Yeah, listen. I mean, everyone's making, bringing up great points. And I, listen, you're gonna, tonight they're going up against a desperate Seattle, Seattle Seahawks team. They know, like, their playoff, Everybody's playoffs are starting now. Like especially if you're on the on the back if you're on the back on the back end like the Seattle Seahawks are, mm-hmm. you know you're trying to you're trying to keep keep pacing this whole thing. But you know people when people talk about Dak they want to qualify by well look who he's played. And yeah. I've always said like control the things that you can control right. Like the Dallas, Dak in Dallas. They can't control who's on their schedule. Right. You just gotta go out there and play and play your brand football. But hold on. But wait a minute. Hold on. Let me. Let me. Let me finish. Let him. Cook. Because <laughs> he, oh, I'm gonna cook. Believe that. Like I'm like on Thanksgiving. I'm gonna cook. Because what would the narrative be if 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 Dak Prescott didn't play well against some of these bad teams? We would be on this show cooking, taking the, the hell out of Dak Prescott. So listen, I'm gonna give Dak Prescott all the credit in the world. And Mike McCarthy for the way they've changed. Yeah, they, they've changed the all. You know where they've kind totally. of all call plays in the way They structure things offensively for the way Dak Prescott has Targeted CD lamb. That was a point that you brought up, sure. you know Some weeks ago that they don't target at number one number one wide receiver how Dak Prescott is using his legs more mm-hmm. That's something that I think a lot of people have been talking about sure. with that for quite some time so now listen down the stretch This is what we're talking about. I think this is what everyone's talking about as related to Dak Prescott. Now you're talking about these games. The Seahawks, Eagles, Bills, Dolphins, Lions. Right. Now you're, exactly. now you're playing the big boys. Exactly. Now you're playing the big boys. Now we've got a lot of questions we'll get answered.
2: So to the point you made earlier, when they lost to Arizona early in the season, we did we did come down on them, right? Like they weren't doing it right. And then in the San Francisco game, they got blown out. But something changed right around that time, right?
4: Yeah, this offense is very different. Re- reality is this. September, Mike McCarthy knew he was going to get fired. If Mike McCarthy kept on – the track of what he was in September, he was going to get fired. San Francisco happens. I actually had a great exchange on Twitter yesterday with Ed Werder about this because this offense is very different. They've, Decided to use personnel differently. We've talked about CeeDee Lamb. We've talked about Brandon Cooks. We've talked about the tight end. They've tied plays together. They're calling plays and saying, okay, defense, how are you reacting to certain things that we're doing offensively? And are there things that we can take advantage of and get to? That's the big difference. Now, you mentioned Dak's legs. I think there's two questions that I would love somebody ask Mike McCarthy, a reporter potentially, to ask Mike McCarthy. Number one, really, how come Dak has started to use his legs differently? Because we we did not see that over the past couple of years, mm-hmm. and then how come the downfield passing game has come back? Because that wasn't part last year, and it certainly wasn't part of their offense in September. So I think like this, we, we have to give Mike McCarthy a lot of credit for the way that he said, "If I don't change and change quickly after San Francisco, can, can I ask a question? Like a can I ask you
3: a question though? Like, Dak Prescott, it seemed like Dak Prescott even understands like." As well as he's playing, it none of this even matters. None of oh, this even matters.
2: Well, he, he understands he that. that. He said that earlier goes. this week. He said, they I have haven't
4: done bleep, Basically, They have not beaten a team right, right. with a winning record right. in 53 weeks. Well, right.
5: technically the Jets were 1-0.
4: The Jets 1-0. were 1-0. <laughs> that's
5: true.
2: <laughs> but as of present time. <laughs> yeah. no. Real quick, since they're a different team than they were in September, are you confident that they can handle this tough stretch of their schedule and, and win some of these games? Mm-hmm. I be- uh, let me say this, because you, you can't just look at the offensive side of the ball. You
0: also have to look at them defensively. Yeah. Because I think three or four of the teams that they're playing in the next five or six weeks, those teams are top ten in rushing the football. Right. Right. What's been one of the problems with the Dallas Cowboys is stopping the run. So if that Cowboys defense can't comp- complement that Cowboys
4: offense, right. then it's going to be rough. I, I said it earlier this week this way, Graz, and you, Let me know if you guys agree. I know Philadelphia is legit. Yep. I know San Francisco is legit. Yeah. Agree. I think Dallas is. Right. And we're going to find out, right? That's the difference between those three teams. All right. Well, we
2: got much more on this as week 13 kicks off tonight with a big game between the Cowboys and the Seahawks. But when we come back, we're going to talk about the game of the week. And we'll tell you the one thing Jalen Hurts and the Eagles absolutely cannot afford to do in their huge NFC matchup against the 49ers. Plus, The Bill's blame game. Is it all being directed at the quarterback? Is that fair? Is it not fair? Orlovsky's going to tell you when we come back.
1: passion drive and patience the formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive ebay motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute, but Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash today. That's Macy's.com slash
2: Back on Get Up. Time to play a game called Playoff or Way Off. I'm going to give you a team and you tell me whether you're going to make the playoffs or whether off. they're not. Harry, Douglas, Jordan Love and the Packers. Playoff or Way Off. I'm gonna go playoffs. I really Ooh. like what this football team has been
0: in
3: the Missed last opportunity two weeks. There, Harry. Playoffs,
0: playoffs. <laughs> but Jordan Love, man, five interceptions. Of, uh, excuse me, five touchdowns to zero interceptions the last two weeks. Rashawn Gary, four sacks as well. I really like this young skill position group that they have. Don't be surprised in two years if that skill position group that they have are the best in the National
2: Football. Damian Woody, how about the
3: Indianapolis Colts without Jonathan Taylor? Playoff or way off? <sighs> I hate the phrasing way off because no. they, they, the way they're playing. But I, I think they're going to be on the outside looking in. I, I think that so Johnson, way off is what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, I just hate the I just hate the framing, man, because they play, they're they're a good football team. The rules are the rules. But Jonathan Taylor, I think that injury that injury is going to hurt them. So I'm going to say way off. Way off. There a, you go. Just to appease you. Now I'm just, saying, I'm just playing the game the
2: way it's, it's it's laid out here. Josh Allen and the Bills, Kimberly Martin, playoff or way off.
5: Yeah, I'm going to say playoffs. Um, You know what? I think people always talk about, well, the defense, the injuries that they've had. That's the reason. Honestly, I don't care. Josh Allen is too talented for this team. In all seriousness, other teams have had suffered a lot of injuries. Josh Allen is too talented. This offense is too talented to not make the playoffs. It is
2: an offense-only panel here today on Get Up, so maybe you can get away with saying defense doesn't matter. I don't know. But anyway, we do talk a lot about Josh Allen.
5: That's not what I said. I,
2: injuries. I know it. I know Every other it. team has injuries. I know it's no <laughs> A
5: little attitude. Gross. I know it's <laughs> like I mean, he's a little feisty today. Jeez. Let's talk
2: about Josh Allen because Swagoo wanted to talk about him yesterday on Get Up. Take a listen. Okay.
3: We don't do this for any other quarterback in the NFL. We don't go down the laundry yeah. list. We talk about how they played. It just seemed like when you talk about Josh, it's such a visceral reaction. You talking about his mama, his daddy, his cousins, <laughs> his uncle, his family. Yeah. Bro, it, 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 it is not solely because of Josh Allen. Everybody know that with eyes.
5: I didn't
2: know that. I love that man. I love that man. Talking about his mom. <laughs> Daddy. I don't remember that. Anyway, is all the criticism of Josh and his family yeah, unfair?
5: Yeah,
4: it's I ridiculous. I want to hear this. Okay. So, first of all, he's starting quarterback in the NFL. Fair don't matter. All right. So, but it's ridiculous. And Marcus and I got in a knockdown, dragout fight on Tuesday for an hour about this. The, the discourse and the conversation coming off of Sunday about Josh Allen or around Josh Allen is absolutely absurd. Number one, if his defense was healthy and playing better, Josh Allen would be the MVP right now of the NFL. Number two, Josh is going to be the first quarterback in the history of the NFL, history, to account for 40 touchdowns in four straight years. To Marcus, Marcus, we don't do this to every other quarterback. We do it to like two or three of them. Josh is one of them because He's one of the three best in all of the NFL. We, we, we don't do this to Patrick Mahomes or we, and Joe Burrow. We, th- those are the only three guys that we kind of hold to this ridiculous standard because they've earned that right. I asked Marcus the other day, and I got into it when his answer was absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> the reason, <laughs> okay, okay. The, reason okay. the Bills were in that game on Sunday is what? He, Josh Allen win Nucle- okay. nuclear. Yeah. The reason the Bills lost that game on Sunday was what? Uh, Jalen Hurts. There were, there were a, mag, uh, a multitude
0: of things. Okay, so
4: g- give me the list of them, Harry. Uh,
0: Number sure. one on the list. The defense couldn't get a stop at the Good. End. Number two. When the plays presented themselves, Heavenly Josh Father. Allen didn't make them.
4: Harry.
5: Not what? Heavenly Father. Bishop, what is he doing, Heavenly right. Father? I, I,
4: this is what I don't understand. You got Orlowski out of his The chair. only yeah. reason they are in that game is Josh had a, th- a third down performance that hadn't happened in 20 years from a quarterback. They lose that game because the defense, again, couldn't make a, a stop at the end of the game, right? The way that the clock was handled at the end of the game, 20 seconds, one timeout, and don't try to make a, a, a run on it. So to sit here and say that there's a player two over the course of 96 plays right. that the quarterback okay. doesn't yeah, make. So, and we're So, hold so on, okay, Mark, okay hold no, on. no, no. Because what we do know about football games,
0: there are five to seven plays that determines an outcome of a football game. And Josh Allen had two. He could have ended it in overtime if him and his wide receiver are on the
2: same page versus cover zero. Here's the problem we were talking about. Go ahead. Go ahead.
0: Here's
5: the here's here's why I can't only live in the world of statistics because you will find stats to prove any point you want. You brought up a lot of points that says Josh is great, which we all agree. But when you look at their games, five of the losses that they've had have been because of opponents capitalizing on their turnovers so you look at the Jets beating them 13 points off turnovers Eagles beating them seven points off turnovers like you go down the list like no one is saying Josh is not one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL and I think but we've literally had this conversation about Josh and turnovers and will that be the thing you don't when Josh throws the ball you don't always know where it's going you don't know what that ride will be that is a fact he is phenomenal, but that is true, and he can he's not on the same level of Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow yet. And that's but, but, I, no, that's no uh, crit- uh, Stop no, it right no, there. No, that's, don't don't, that's, don't, don't that, do all that. That's do a critical that. point. And, don't do all that. And, and, and I
2: know, don't Harry, we were talking before the show about this, and you, were, you had something you wanted to show us that illustrates this, right? Yeah, 100%. So, Josh Allen in that game, that interception that he had, that Bradbury picked off, that's
0: a cover two, right? That's, yeah. You have Stephon Diggs lined up in the slot. Sure. And whoever's outside is outside. But – your antennas have to go up if you're Josh Allen That Brad Barry's probably going to ignore the outside receiver because Stephon Diggs is there. Now, here's Joe Burrow a few weeks ago versus the Houston Texans. Jamar Chase is lined up inside, running that out route. Joe Burrow, the difference in t- between him and Josh Allen, he's anticipating that corner, Robbing and coming off on Jamar in the
4: slot, and he throws a touchdown on a honey hole shot. Okay, Harry, I love you, and I love that tape. It's a, it's a perfect example. The next quarter in that game, Joe Burrow throws an interception to a backside safety in the red zone. But we're not living in that world. But hold on, we, hold on. But, Joe Burrow
0: and Patrick Mahomes are the reason why Josh Allen haven't been to a damn Super Bowl yet. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Because well, he's, he's lost defense. to
4: him, Dan. Yes, 13, it is. 13 seconds. He gave his team the lead with 13 seconds in his defense. Everyone talks about that we put up six overtime losses. He's 0 for 6 and 6 so overtime So, what happened losses. last year up at Buffalo? Buddy, that was a line of Harry. That was a line of scrimmage game. Okay. Cincinnati whooped Buffalo at the yeah. line of scrimmage. Did Joe Burrow perform? Yeah. Did Josh Allen perform? Yeah.
0: No, Dan. No, we did.
3: As much as D Woods enjoying us, I think. He I, I really yeah, I'm. I'm really enjoying yeah, this. this. Good. I, I, it's, it's great TV. <laughs> uh, I, I must say, but I, here's what I said about Buffalo. Josh Allen is absolutely one of the top three best quarterbacks we have in this league. Mm-hmm. Well, I got a question to pose to all. Of Should the Buffalo Bills be sitting at six and six right now? Why are the Buffalo Bills at six and six? I mean, do you why? want the realistic why, answer? Why? why? Like what? Why? why? Okay, when so you have when you have when you have Josh Allen, who's a top three quarterback. Yes, sir. The weapons that the Buffalo Bills have. Now, granted, they had it. Matt Milano, huge loss. Davious White, huge loss. Daquan, but Daquan Jones, big loss. I, I get all that. But it's not like the Bills on defense are
4: awful. Why are the Buffalo Bills at 6-6 six and six right now? One, because of those three names you just mentioned on defense. That matters. I mean, they, we're not talking that they lost – they lost four starters on their defense. Three of them are not just starters. They're three of the better players at their positions in the NFL. Would you agree with that? Okay, so if, if Kansas City lost – McDuffie or Legereus Sneed and one of their linebackers, Gay or, or Belton or Benton, excuse me, and then Chris Jones, would would they have a lesser football team? Yeah. So we we again we have to have a, a full conversation here. One, the losses on defense. Two, that there's been some late game situations that haven't been ideal for them. Buffalo loss or excuse me, the, the Denver loss. Twelve men on the field for a field goal. Does that have? Does that matter? Okay. Yeah, the it story? does. I it like does. But, I, but here's,
3: here's all I'm saying. Here's, here's here's all I'm saying. As great as Josh Allen is, and I, as, 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 as great as he is. Can we acknowledge turnovers do do matter?
5: That's just like why. It's like why you are standing
3: like, it's okay, for an hour. It's okay to, okay. Talk to, to acknowledge that. About like this we
5: turtle. can acknowledge yes. that, so, right? Uh, let's, like, let's, like, let's, like, I mean,
3: I, and, 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 and I it's like about it's like, <laughs> it's like it's like you you're taking. Josh, you're like, you're totally taking away turnovers. And putting no, i like not. And, like, like, and putting it, like, here's the turnovers I'm putting over here. we like just going to have to discuss about it.
5: Like, you can have a seat. He's not your nephew. Like, we can sit down <laughs> and have a conversation about Josh that is on. Like, we love him. He turns the ball over. Like, that. that's okay. Other teams, other team. You talk about the injuries. You're acting like teams out there didn't lose their entire starting quarterback and are still in playoff contention. Like, the Bills at this point Josh is too talented for them to be 6 and 6. Yes, there are always reason, there are always other reasons why not just the quarterback that teams lose. Okay. But when you are the franchise guy, the position, you know, the position comes with more smoke than any, right? So so like why why are you mad that the smoke is coming to him? That, because because it, to him, because it comes to him
4: because it comes to him because I want to be. It t- comes to him more <laughs> than any other quarterback in the NFL, maybe outside of Patrick I he, here's the final point. With is this. he the most yeah. polarizing quarterback in the he, league? Make a button here's on it. We Twenty seconds. C.J. Stroud a couple weeks ago had a game where he threw three interceptions. Right. He came to the press conference afterwards and he said Steph Curry doesn't stop shooting, I, and we I all love it. loved it. I, I love it. Then yeah. stop talking to me about Josh Allen well, having 350. Josh yards. Allen is coming to the league. Is leading up the league in
3: turnovers. Leading the league in turnovers. Oh, gosh. She leads the league in touchdowns.
2: <laughs> We're gonna keep talking about this. And Dan's gonna keep standing. When we come back. Huge game comes for Jalen Hurts on Sunday. And we'll tell you the one big factor that could keep him from soaring over the 49ers. And in the break, we'll keep yelling about Josh Allen. I don't know. Orlowski's got to find his chair.
5: <laughs> he's, like, Looks like he's the only guy up.
2: you talk
0: to. I, I need
5: a man that loves me this much.
4: Who doesn't want to start their day with a
1: fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com.
3: That speech, Don't Give Up, Don't Ever Give Up, has created what we're here today, a legacy that affects so many people battling cancer. That's what Jimmy's done, save lives, and it'll go on generation after generation. That's a great legacy to have.
2: You can join the fight against cancer by visiting v.org slash donate. 100% of your donation goes directly to cancer research. The 49ers and the Eagles meet Sunday in Philly in a huge NFC matchup. Recently, the Eagles have relied on the comeback. They've won each of their last four games despite trailing at halftime. But they're going to have to be sharp against the 49ers, who are 3-0 and since their week nine bye and will enter Sunday on nine days of rest as they last played on Thanksgiving night. Eagles' rushing attack is hoping to get back veteran right tackle Lane Johnson after he missed last week's game with a groin injury. Four-time Pro Bowler was limited at practice uh, on Wednesday, which is an encouraging update in that he was out there at all. we'll And it's Friday.
5: encouraging that Lane Johnson himself told the Philly Inquirer that he will play. Um, He said this is an injury that, that scar tissue just kind of flared up and he'll be ready to rock. Lane Johnson at any percentage. I think it is, is a win for the Eagles. And
2: they're going to need that against that 49er pass rush, and we'll get to that in a minute. But, Dan, you wanted to talk about the other side of the ball, the challenge that Brock Purdy presents for the Philadelphia defense.
4: Yeah, this game's massive for Philadelphia. I honestly, as an organization, you treat it like a playoff game because you've won and you almost secure the number one seed. For Philly defensively, it's going to be can you confuse Brock Purdy, no one's been able to do it, and can you stop 21 personnel from San Francisco, two backs and one tight end. Seattle tried to confuse Brock Purdy, it's just so difficult because he's smart. So you see one safety in the middle field pre-snap. Now the picture changes post-snap. They go to two safeties. So now the plan for a quarterback is different. It changes. I've got Debo Samuel on like a little bit of a deep hook sit at the top of the numbers. Brock Purdy knows that's the the linebacker I have to hold, okay? So hold my eyes, hold my eyes. But they're all looking at me, so I got a very at-the-last-second Flip my eyes in my body, find Debo. Really good understanding of how to attack the defense. Okay, 21 personnel, two backs, one tight end. There they are. Number one, you gotta have a plan for that. Number two, the formation. Where are where is everybody? Well McCaffrey's at wide receiver, Debo's at tailback. So what's the plan for that? Number three, how do you handle that motion then? They take from McCaffrey from receiver, bring him back to the backfield. And then they take Debo, who was lined up as a back, and they motion him out of the backfield. So you got to handle all that. And then, oh, wait, number five is the play action. Are they handing it off or not? Look at the void that's created for a Brandon Ayuk. So for, for Philadelphia, that's going to be huge, how to handle all that checklist. And at the end of the day, no one's layering throws better than Brock Purdy. Okay, like he's seeing George Kittle cross, and that safety at the top of the screen kind of hangs. Now, watch this. I think this is the most disrespectful throw of the season right now. This throw he's making right now, no way you make that. He's supposed to be running an in route flat on the 15-yard line. Those hook defenders and zone defenders are way deep. He changes the route, essentially, from a flat in route to a almost post to Brandon Ayuk. So, for Philadelphia defensively, it's can they try to confuse him? To, and very difficult. You better have a plan for all the different 21 personnel stuff. And not only pre, but like right before the snap, how that all changes defensively, that's a huge challenge. And then everybody just get it, better get about as deep as they possibly can, plus two, because he throws the ball up over guys as good as anybody in the league. Man. I think that pass defense is gonna be key
0: for Philadelphia, right? Right now they're 29th in pass defense, yeah. and they're 30th in third down defense. You gotta get off the field versus this team in the San Francisco 49ers. But I love the way Brock Purdy throws with anticipation. Sure. Young quarterbacks coming into the National Football League, throw with this anticipation is what you must do if you want to
2: have success in this league. Eagles didn't have to worry about Purdy much in the NFC championship game because got knocked out early with the injury and that has created a situation where the 49ers sort of feel like you know oh
5: they got robbed man
2: right they got robbed something was taken That's from them. they have real. something to prove
3: on Sunday D Wood you were saying maybe the other team does too yeah I mean you look at that you know you look at that, that game from the NFC the NFC championship game Brock Purdy gets knocked out and all you heard was a whisper whisper whatever if? what if Brock Purdy was mm-hmm. healthy so if you're, you know Philadelphia's mindset is like okay coming to this game we want to go ahead and, put, the, and put, that, you know, put that to shame. We want to send a message to the San Francisco 49ers, whether you had Brock Purdy or not, the outcome was going to be the same. So I look at that as you know, internal motivation as well for the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. And, Dan, I want to go back to something yeah, you were talking about with, you know, how the Philadelphia Eagles, what, you know, what can they possibly do? I think one area is the pass rush. I think yeah. the, the defensive line for the Philadelphia Eagles, to me, is the advantage over San Francisco off- offensive line. They're not as good as they what they used to be. I think, you know, being able to contain Jalen Carter, Hassan Reddick, yeah. you know, as much as we talk about San Francisco's D-line, sure. 49ers going to con- have to contend with that group as well because they're one of the best run-stopping defenses in the National
4: Football League too. Cannot fall behind like they have the last month. But if Philadelphia falls behind like they had the last month, then, then the defensive line is mute. It's a moot point because then wanna, San Francisco right. I, I, controls the I, I game. I kind of
2: want to see that. You want to see them fall behind? I
3: kind of want to see it. I kind of do. I kind of do. I kind of do. Because listen, you know, Jalen Hurts is. We all know when Jalen Hurts is tired, of, or the Philadelphia Eagles when they're tired or playing from behind, Jalen Hurts has. You know, 10 touchdowns, yeah. one no exception <laughs> yeah. less QBR National National fully. I kind of want to see they that again. The they Warriors. fall behind
4: again, they lose. They're coming off playing. Don't yeah. forget, San Francisco hasn't played in 10 days. Yeah. And they, they, Philadelphia played 96 90, yeah, snaps last year. Yeah. That's like a
2: game in the Right. The Bills ran 92 plays in that game. The defense 92? 92, they're on the field for 90. Yeah. Yards.
4: And so they're they're tired. Tired. I'll tell you
0: what
2: I don't want to see. I don't want to see Hassan
0: Reddick lined up against a tight end or a wide receiver. Yeah, that a mistake. Literally, last week, yeah. Gabe Davis tried to block. They had the ball at the three-yard line. The Bills did. Yeah. Gabe Davis is trying to block Hassan Reddick. Wreck the play, intentional grounding, the field goal gets blocked. So the Buffalo.
5: Eagles have the Cowboys next week, right? Yes. So now you're looking at an Eagles team that is going to face a 49ers team with a lot of rest. Then they're going to turn around and face a Dallas team with a lot of rest. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, again, I was I was there for the NFC title game. I covered that. And talking to guys post-game and George Kittle, so ticked off at the idea of we were right there. We'd be in the Super Bowl mm-hmm. right. had we not gone through four quarterbacks in a season. And you already have Debo calling James Bar- Bradbury trash. Like, this is a regular season game, but it's got some playoff. Yeah, there's it's got some playoff it. juice to it. There's no
2: question about it. Look, obviously, it's, it's a game we're all looking forward to. And I, I, I sincerely doubt that Nick Sirianni is telling his team to fall behind. No. No, 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 exactly. no I'm, I'm just but saying for my own personal identification, that's all. That's it's
5: all my right. own personal identification. Yeah, yeah. It certainly would be interesting.
2: It would SAT word. Yeah, yeah, you know.
5: <laughs> it's a college
2: football now where we're speaking <laughs> okay. of SATs, where we're just four days away from knowing which teams will be in the playoff. In the penultimate rankings, the four undefeated Power 5 programs occupy the, occupy the top four spots. That includes Florida State, who's sitting fourth in spite of a season-ending injury to its quarterback. Our own Paul Feinbaum does not think that should be the case, and here's what he had to say about it.
1: I don't really care about the argument that Florida State is a undefeated Power Five champion. I mean, so what? They're beating Louisville, which lost to a pedestrian Kentucky team last week. To me, uh, Alabama and and Texas are are razor close. I'll, I'll give Alabama the edge for one reason because they would have beaten the biggest bully in the land and that should count for something.
0: Why has he got to do Louisville like yeah, that? Yeah, first of all, Mr. Feinbaum, I don't like the disrespect. <laughs> it. And then if you're going to say the name, say it the correct way. It's Louisville, not Louisville. Mr. Feinbaum, come on, man. I right. ain't getting on that boy bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Mm-hmm.
4: that boy like, mad. Confident. Hey, uh, Lo, what, what, what do you think about what Paul said? I understand what Paul is saying. I, I do. Yeah. So here, here's... We get into this conversation of, like, most deserving, best, all that stuff. Number one, best is subjective when it comes to how this is going to go because, Harry, you might value football differently than I do. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like, I might value the importance of the quarterback more than you do or certainly more than you do, and you might value the overall team performance. So when I look at Florida State – pre-the the injury to Jordan Travis, were they one of the four best teams in football? I, I believed that they were. Mm-hmm. And, and then, honestly, after the injury, I'm like, you still got to put them in. And then you watch them play without Jordan Travis, you're like, oh, that, that, that does not look like one of the four best teams because I value quarterback play at a significant amount. And it's an un- – I would be saying this the same, though, grass Like, if you told me Michigan lost J.J. McCarthy, I'd be like, well, they're, they are a very different football team. If, if Oregon loses Bo Nix, they're a very different football sure. team. So – I think that, like, watching how all these games play out this weekend, it's not just does this team win or lose. How does the game go? Like, if Florida State goes and beats Louisville by 35 points, well, then we're having a different conversation. Then it right. becomes a little bit more realistic to sit there and say, yeah, I think their body of work matters a ton when it comes to being one of those four best teams. If they play poorly and they squeak by and win by three, again, that changes the conversation hmm. of who the four best is. Yeah, and I think context matters.
0: Like you just mentioned, Dan, what does it look like on championship weekend for a team like Florida State? They can't mess around. I know it's my university, University of Louisville, and I got them winning this game. But at the same time, if you're Florida State, you want to go put on your best showing possible because you're the last game on at Hmm. night. You're the last thing that the committee is going to see before they make that
3: decision on Sunday. Hmm. Yeah, for me, it's, it's like you guys talk about style points, right? Style points. This, You know, we're, we're, we're literally here at the home stretch, the, the last weekend before it's all settled. And so, for, again, for a team like Florida, for a school like Florida State, you got to send a message. You got to send – because everyone's looking back. Like, I, I looked at this thing – First and foremost, the committee didn't even drop them. They they kept right. them at four. Right. So that, they the easy way out. Right. They took they, the four teams that's undefeated, they, and they made them the top. They, one. they like like they could have easily been like, okay, Jordan Travis got hurt. We're gonna you know we're gonna drop it. No, they kept them at four. Right. So they're literally giving Florida State the opportunity, like, okay, yeah. we're leaving you at four. If you handle your business, you're going to be into the you're going
4: to be in. The I don't playoffs. know. I'm not there though. Wood. ah uh, well if, if, if here's my lord you wins. Georgia, okay, wins. Georgia wins. Michigan wins. Yes, obviously they're obviously losing. in. Right, winner of the Pac-12 on ABC Friday right. night. Yes. is in. Yes, it, then if Florida State wins and it's a fine game but not a blowout, but now I'm Texas saying st- it's style, style points, Nick. That's what I'm talking about. Texas hey. wins. Texas jumps Florida State. And gets what in. if what if Alabama wins? Does,
2: does Alabama get in hey, for that's sure?
4: With a chaos really? If
2: starts. Alabama the wins, SEC champion Alabama. Team. They're going to keep them out.
4: No, you can't keep them out. If so. Alabama wins, unless Georgia plays awful and, you know, there's these two fumbles, they get returned for touchdowns. Like, if it's just a normal football game and Alabama wins, Alabama is going to get here's it.
3: My, but here's my counterpoint. Here's my counterpoint. My, my counter oh, yes. Here's okay. my counterpoint. You got Texas and Alabama sitting at 7 and 8. That's kind of That would be kind of a big jump. Sure would. To, like, if Florida State wins – and Alabama and Texas sitting at 7-8, that's kind of a big jump but, but to if, leapfrog for the state. If, if Alabama would have beaten Georgia. the most
0: complete yeah. team in college football in the Georgia Bulldogs. Right. Two-time pool, who had a good number- showing when Brock Bowers, their best player, one right. of the best players in college football, was out. Who still was able to win when Lat Makaki was out. Carson Beck playing at an unbelievable level right now. So I, I don't see... I just don't see how you
4: leave Alabama the, out if they win this The game. job of the committee really is and should be to get the two best games, not the four most deserving and or earned teams. What are going to be give us the two best games? If Alabama beats Georgia, the reality would be Alabama and Georgia likely in. Michigan is going to beat Iowa likely in. The chaos happens. Texas. The chaos happens if Texas wins, Florida State wins, and – um, Oregon beats Wa- Washington. Washington. Beats Oregon, right? Then, which, then, then that's when chaos happens. That's, that's what
2: happened in the Pac-12 title game last year, right? Something happened. to okay, I'm but, sorry, we have yeah. got to get to break. We got a lot more, in this, and this is all going to get. <laughs> I know, I feel bad. It's all going to get settled on a huge college football weekend. Oregon and Washington for the Pac-12 title on Friday on ABC. Saturday, Oklahoma State and Texas in the Big 12 championship, and Louisville. Did I do that right? Takes on Florida boy, State and the ACC title, ah. both on ABC. And Sunday at noon is the exclusive reveal of the college football playoff on ESPN and the app. Coming up, per show rules, we will talk about Aaron Rodgers. He is back <laughs> on the football field. We don't know how, and we don't necessarily know why. We'll discuss that. Plus, it's the move that's sweeping the nation. Harry Douglas will give you his baddest performances in this week's edition of That Boy Back. Are you that right?
4: Man, that boy bad. Oh no, 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 no. Man,
0: that boy bad. That boy bad. Boy. Oh, oh damn, Green, that, that, that boy bad. That boy bad. My goodness, Green. <laughs> yeah, boy. To watch him. come here, I'm oh, going, oh my goodness, that boy bad. Let's do it again, that
2: boy bad. I got to be honest, I'm excited because I've never done this before. Oh, I oh yeah, I
0: Oh, wife, yeah. Oh, the Yeah, oh, we the ball. street, baby. Yeah. It's time for that boy. Man. Right. What we got? Okay, we got player number one. We're gonna go Ali Gordon the third from Oklahoma State, leading the nation right now in rushing over fifteen hundred yards. But he's been balling in this game: thirty-four carries, one hundred sixty-six yards. Not one, not two, not three, not four, but five cinco touchdowns. If you over pursue, he gonna stick his foot in the ground and go the other way. or will hand it to him right up the middle. He had a play in overtime where he went helicopter style. Up and above everybody. Why Dio? Why Big Wood? Why everybody else? set Cause Ali Gordon, that boy bang. Oh, we moving along. Hey, We're gonna take it to one of the. Job. Ooh, C. Oh, J. C J. Stroud. C J. Stroud got sacked time. by this guy Josh Allen. Sorry, Dio. The real Josh Allen. <laughs> Josh Allen with two and a half sacks, who stopped C J. Stroud and company from winning this football game. I know he went to the University of Kentucky, but game recognizes game. And Josh Allen, game is what you have, my man. Two and a half sacks. He was a wrecking ball. That's what he was. Y'all, not y'all stop the Houston <laughs> Why? Because dirt, <laughs> boy, bad. Still love you, Dio. We're going to keep it moving now. along. <laughs> We're going to go to Jesse base the third. He's oh, good. I love this robbery right here. But when you need Jesse, Jesse going to show up. Punch oh. it out, Jesse. Punch it out, Jesse. Because he's a bad mama jamma. But look <laughs> at this, 92-yard touchdown. Jesse, go. Jesse, go! I said, Jesse, score! <laughs> Jesse, you go, boy! Jesse, baby, we got oxygen tank. That boy, bad! Last but not least, I know Greeny's at home watching, and I'm sorry they called this a hail mary. Oh, <laughs> Excuse no. me, it's a fail mary. We had Javon <laughs> Holland <laughs> on the e- uh, ESPN radio, Freddie in Henry, and he had so much fun with this. Is he gonna score? We don't know, or oh, we do know. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry, Jets fans. Javon Holland took the air out of MetLife Stadium with this return for a touchdown. My God, he has a dope personality. Could do media when
4: he's done with football. Yeah. But
0: Javon Holland, one of my favorite players. Why? Because dirt, right. boy,
4: bang. It sounds like he <laughs> took the air out of your lungs. <laughs> <laughs>
2: hey, man, why are you I talking think about comedy? we're going gonna to switch it right up here. <laughs> needs a little bit of a rest. It's time to play some fact or fiction. D. Wood, Aaron Rodgers will play for the Jets again this season. Is that fact or fiction?
3: Hell no, that's fiction. <laughs> I mean, we're we talking about a Jets team that's 4-7 and seven right there. They couldn't punch their way out of a wet paper bag offensively. There's no reason in the world to have Aaron Rodgers come back to this disaster right now. This is fiction. What do we think?
4: Uh, I, don't think, no, I don't think I don't think he should go ahead, K-Mart. Kmart.
3: No,
5: he definitely should not come back at all. Um, beside, behind this offensive line, no way. But Aaron, he lo- he's a man of mystery. Ooh. He loves keeping us on our on the edge of our seats. So I could see the ego in him wanting to be back.
4: Their owner Woody Johnson needs to step in and go. say, "Hey, bub." Okay, so, <laughs> so Dan doesn't know what he Johnson, doesn't know. He's like, he, he doesn't know. What, I did, like, what do you, do you like that he actually stepped in when he said? He, that. He's got to step in and be he like. It again. Listen, you could play one snap. Because just to say, you did it, no one's ever done it, you, you accomplished that goal, and and that matters. You want to handle guy, that, Kimberly? Like Aaron Rodgers. You, you that. can play one snap, Our get off the field. Mark
5: Sanchez once said, well, you know what? It's about selling seats, man. Woody is not going to step nowhere but let me, to let Eric come back. That's important,
0: though. No. Yes. Because when you look at the top three teams in the National Football League right now that has allowed the most sacks, You have the Giants at number one with 69, heck of a number. You have, you know, the Washington Commanders at number two with 55. And then third, you have the New York Jets allowing 47 sacks. That offensive line is not intact. Why in the world would I put my franchise quarterback Aaron Rodgers... In that position. Because well,
5: what Aaron Rodgers wants, Aaron Rodgers gets. But that's mm. my
2: question, right? Like, like Dan Owen's point is correct. Harry's Everybody right. should
5: stop him. Right. But you cannot like this Aaron is running this. So if Aaron feels like I'm healthy and if the Jets are still alive, Aaron will decide. Still alive. Wow.
4: Still alive, uh, different part of the like then then I'm okay with it. If he's medically cleared and they're still in the he's conversation,
5: I don't
4: be think reanimated a lot of what gonna be. No. Right, alive? What? Alive? Like in the playoff race? <laughs> That's what she meant,
3: right? Please.
4: No. Child, please, still alive? Still alive? I'm with it. No. Out of the playoff conversation, the owner has to step in and say, "I'll let you accomplish the goal." What are that he you walking set around with? This out, to. He's out chain. Field. He's not because, stopping. because them. because they want him for next year, right? I mean, isn't that the central point, point, point here? here, dude? They That's went right. grass. You know this. They went all in next this year. They are like, hey, everybody, if it doesn't go well in 2024, the whole place is gone. Right. The, you know, the number one way to make that the easiest when it comes to not working well is something to happen again to Aaron Rodgers. So he tore his Achilles 80 days ago.
5: 77, yeah.
4: What's the point of trying to come back now yeah.
2: other than to say you did?
5: He beats science.
2: Oh, man. But that, listen. It's not like science. <laughs>
4: but no. I'm not against that, though. I'm you not. You don't like, like science either? No. <laughs> it took me 17 years to graduate, so I don't like anything intellectual. No, if, um, if the
5: Jets are mathematically alive and snap. he is healthy, why oh, live, one yeah. snap? Why no, one no. Snap?
4: Uh, be, so, so then he checks it off. Then he says, I did it. If they're, if they're out of the playoff race, oh. I'm cool with him getting on the field for one snap. That moment, nah, great, get off.
2: Mm-hmm. I wonder if that would be cool with him. He is a man of mystery, isn't he? What do we think? You, you, don't think they'll, you don't think he's gonna come back, period. You don't no. think he can? No. You don't think that they'll let him? He,
3: like what is the He should absolutely should not be step one foot on that field. How many days till Christmas Eve? Twenty-six. 20. Days? So, so the it's window 30th. is twenty-one days.
5: Yes. That window runs out December 20th, which is four days before they face the commanders on Christmas Eve.
0: Okay, the commanders game. They're gonna face them. The week after the commanders, they have the Browns. browns. Okay. One of the best defenses
2: in, in, in the national football world.
5: You better sit Versus that
2: offense line. <laughs> yeah. And by the way, if that – and this is the schedule. If that 21-day win, window does expire without him being activated, the, the end result is he stays on IR and cannot play the rest of this year. When we come back, we will talk about tonight's game. It is a Thursday night must win. We'll tell you why that D in Big D needs to stand for dominate for Cowboys when we come back. Oh. Get up. Cowboys.